Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back. <laughs> Somebody's going to be very confused when they start. Like, did half of the episode get cut off? <laughs> well, no, because I said we're live, not we're back. So, yeah, you. Yeah. But, yeah, but I said dinosaur, dinosaur story, and and then and then and then Shani said, "Welcome back." Yes. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. I am William or Shani, and I am your game master for this fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons game uh and sci-fi setting uh and uh joining me today uh we have jeremy hi i'm jeremy i am playing kendall fairchild who is a uh, eladrin warlock whose patron is daddy but who would she be if she was a silver screen actress hmm? oh um oh oh dear god um uh why would you throw someone on the spot like that, Jack? That, because we've been talking about it. It should be a quick answer for me, and it's not because it's like it's hot. Um uh, <laughs> I'm liking hot. I feel like definitely in terms of on-screen personas, hundred percent Audrey Hepburn, Holly Go Lightly. Hell yeah. Uh and Sen. I'm Sen, and I'm playing Coltard, the orc artificer. Slash gadgeteer. Um, I don't know enough about silver screen era actresses to know who Coltarn would be. I imagine probably very few of them. <laughs> and Holly. Yeah, that's fair. I'm Holly. I'm sorry. Let me think. I'm playing Mistel. She's an Envarn rogue. And I do have an answer for that. I believe she would be uh, Shirley Temple. Yeah, I one hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, and Jack, hey everybody. Well, which one? Hmm? I, I think yeah, that, yes, you started out right. <laughs> and oh, <yeah>. So <laughs> it begins. <laughs> Jack the former and Jack the latter. There we go. Hi everybody. Or... I'm Jack, the elder, and also Jack the elder and Jack the younger. <laughs> Ah, yes. Like Pliny. Uh, I'm playing Till Wayland, uh, avian way of the Iron Pack monk, who, if he was a silver screen actress, would honestly probably be Hedy Lamar. Hmm? Can see that. <laughs> Hedy Lamar. <laughs> and joining us for the first time, uh, beginning in on this campaign, we have our second Jack for the campaign. Hi, I'm, I'm the second Jack. <laughs> um, prepare to get confused. Um, I will be playing Surprise, um, an Alad uh, ethereal, ethereal. Uh, sorcerer. Yes, I love the I love the concept of we have Jack the Elder and Jack the Second. 
<laughs> just like just completely throwing off it seems very on brand for final show films rhythm. not gonna lie hmm? this is a good week to be on drugs this isn't gonna be confusing <laughs> at all every week's a good week to be on drugs especially when you're type one diabetic hey you. speaking of which where's my adderall And we will be joined, presumably at some point, by uh, Craig, who is playing bees, a swarm of Invaran torch bees in the shape of a ranger. thought it was uh, Nocturne and torch bees. Hmm? Sorry, Nocturne and torch bees. Invaran is, Invaran is our pixie. Are there so, torch bees uh, on Invara? Oh, yes. No. no. Sen, I don't know what Not you're talking yet. about, about <laughs> drugs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sight gags. <laughs> Apologies to all of our podcast people. We will not be explaining this joke. And to all of, the, but but for all those that are visually impaired, we will be explaining the joke. Jeremy was pouring alcohol out of a comically large bottle. <laughs> Look, Excuse it's me, that is a rationally large back. bottle. I'm perfectly fine. I'm perfectly fine being prejudiced against our podcast listeners. I'm not fine being prejudiced against uh, sight uh, those with vision impairments. That's fair. <laughs> So now, comically if large. If you're listening it's... on the podcast, please rewind and unhear that. <laughs> it's not comically large. It's just a liter and three quarters. Yes, of of rum. Yeah, it's that. That's a fun size bottle. That, well, yes, say, that's, it is a fun size right, bottle. That's one size. drink. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm surrounded by alcoholics. You're going to die. <laughs> I didn't. Also, Black Lives Matter and trans rights are human rights. Defend murder, murder the rich and shit in their throats. Oh, I poured a lot. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I am I surrounded. I might have to hold off on this because I also am working, and <laughs> it's okay. You're well. Just explain that all those words needed the extra letters. <laughs> and in addition, the stream is powered by Sirenscape. Oh yeah, I should get in that, shouldn't I? Uh, I have to pull up the Sirenscape player to make sure the music is actually playing because it won't play on the on the master interface for some reason. And I need, <sighs> and I need to send this to Jack. Jack, the second. Good. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't terribly uh, confused by that because I was like, hey, if I'm getting something sent to me, it'll show up eventually. And if not, I won't worry about it. Legit. Yeah, but I have ADHD, so that's not a good stance to take when I'm sending something. And I've been holding my Adderall for the past five minutes rather than taking it. <laughs> no, this is the drug stream. You've got to take it. We're all on drugs right now. because I don't have a drink nearby. <laughs> Except for William. He has plenty. <laughs> it is it is indeed on the GM to be the DD. <clears throat> yep, that joke went over everyone's head. I got no, it. Oh no, I know I what you're it. saying. I just yeah. I laugh internally. Did you not see me go? <laughs> uh, DD stands for drunkest driver, right? Obviously. Okay. That, that was that was also a probably triple entendre at that point. Right. Yeah. You you could go very many directions with that. Uh. 
I am the dungeon and the dragon. So we started the game yet? No. Yeah, so, uh... <laughs> are you... What do you think? I don't know. I should figure I'd step away and get a drink and then ask when I got back. So, uh, when last we left off, uh, our party of adventurers had adjourned uh, after interesting conversations and interactions uh, to the home of oh, shit, the one person funny. in their party who is not actually technically in their party <laughs> by virtue of resisting ever joining officially the Dust Knights. Uh, Kendall Fairchild. Uh, to realize is a common thread for me and it's not intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your character refuses to officially join any party. The, the, okay. One of those characters had a very specific personal reason. All of them have. This one is for the good of the group. Anyway. Uh, but adjourned to all. Kendall's home uh, with the knowledge that they would be able to rest there in this immaculate wonderland of incredible, exorbitant wealth uh, as filtered through the eyes of an archfey. Uh-huh. Totally normal. And right now we're living in the architectural photo album of Kendall's life, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Essentially, yes. You are in a, you are in you are in Kendall's wing, which is an entire section of her house devoted just to the rooms that she lived in as she grew up. And every single room with every phase that she went through where she just got a new room when she went into a new phase. Which is why the pink room and the goth room are adjacent. You know, I don't Isn't think that I've how ever, it works for everybody. I don't think I've ever been in a building with this much unused space before. I mean, the rest of the house... The other wings get used a lot more, but like, there's only just me here, so figure what the hell. My it could fit my entire planet stands. of people in here. Huh. Yeah, I guess so. No, I was gonna say if they want, if they want a cooler place to stay. I'm sure we could do something. Mister looks around. They might get lost in here and never be found. It's not, uh -huh. I mean, it's up to it, 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 it's it's up to you or up to them, really. I guess. You never did like find the offers that doll, there. Kendall. Huh? You never did find that one doll that got lost at one no, point in one of your rooms. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I'm sure it hasn't come to life and murdered anybody. Do you happen to have, like, a room that's, like, forest? No, but I'm sure we... No, I I don't in my wing, just, but I mean, I'm sure we could facilitate it, that. Till just looks at Kendall and tries to... And tries to imagine her going through a hippie phase and just can't. Hmm? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> or even just anything related to a druid phase. Like, right. Don't get me wrong. There are rich girl hippie faces to be oh, yeah. sure. Kendall what do did you not think go Instagram is full of <laughs> something something uh uh Bo Burnham song. 
Right. Um, <laughs> there you go. But no, no, she did definitely did not have a hippie forest phase. Although, I mean, let's be honest, in fairness, we're living in it. We're inside one wing of a giant tree. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that far off. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like me growing up and being people being like, oh, your dad's a park ranger. You must go camping all the time. I'm like, no, I just live here, man. Right. Well, now that that's been settled. Miss Fairchild, I suppose everyone just picks a room. Yeah, I mean, sleep where you want, chill where you want. Till just looks around at everybody as they're given a three-dimensional personality test. <laughs> Jasira, <laughs> just, just, just sort of, Jasira and and Strita just sort of look around, look at each other, shrug. Both of them walk into the goth room. Uh, yeah, saw that. Called coming. that. Yeah. Holtarn silently debates the merits of just going back to the ship. Which adolescent phase of Kendall Fairchild are you? Take this quick quiz to find oh out. Oh my god, I have a BuzzFeed. <laughs> my home is a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> I love it. The problem is none of them are Holtarn. <laughs> In fairness, there are probably also just blank rooms that she has never been in. Oh no, absolutely. There are there's absolutely more rooms for more for more spaces for Kendall to decide to move into at some point. Okay, cool. I go into one of those. <laughs> it is it is just blank wood. There's not even a bed here. That's fine. Mistel is staying with Till. She's gonna stay on his shoulder and because she feels like he needs someone with him right now. So wherever he's going, she's going. Hill is just going to set up in front of um, whatever room Kendall is. He's going to actively sleep in the hall. Kendall's probably going to go to one of her like early teen ones. Like she very much avoids the current, the the most recent room, yep. and goes. And I apologize, guys. I just had something to come up, and I have to bail out. Mm. Okay, so I will see y'all next week. Sorry about that. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. See you later. Let me quickly grab my tablet so I don't have to rearrange cameras all that much. We'll pause for that for a second because all the cameras are just completely flipped. Life events. Well, five minutes of dead air. Yeah. What do you mean five minutes of dead air? Just a couple seconds. I have ADHD. A couple seconds might as well be an hour. That's true. That's true. Anyways, uh, we take a long rest. Since the scene that I feel like was going to happen isn't going to happen because Jack's Legit. (laughs) Yes. 
Are there any conversations that need to happen before the end of the long rest? Uh, not for me. I still was going to talk to Till, but we, we're going to leave that for another day. Yep. She'll also probably talk to him when they're not in Kendall's house. I like how I, I like how I set this thing to turn off camera and it turns on the camera. Uh, we needed an up nose. Now, did that actually fix it, or did, or is now uh, the oh, remaining so, Jack well, in the position of the previous Jack? Well, now I just have to. Now I just have to shuffle the cameras. And no, Jack, Jack the younger is not in the position of Jack the elder. I am. Jack the second, <laughs> thank you very much. Ah. I told y'all we're the same person. So. There. A long rest is had. Uh... Kendall. Mm-hmm. You are the first person to wake up, which is a rarity okay. for the for for this group in general. And the reason you are the first person to wake up is because your pendant starts to flash and go off like it does whenever your father enters the same building as you. Uh oh! All right! All right! All right! Well, I mean, that could be... It could still take him hours to get here. Um, this is fine. Like, I don't see any reason why this would be a problem. Uh, I will just go around and let everybody know. Like, start off with probably start, uh, 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 Coltarn. Wake you up. You walk, you walk into the room, Coltarn is presumably sleeping on the floor. Uh, leaned up against the wall. But... Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, Coltarn. Yes. Uh, I just, just letting you know, not a big deal at all. It is totes fine. But my dad's here. Okay. So I'm just letting you know, just in case, you know, you can go back to sleep. Everything's fine. But if you wake up and somebody's in your face, like, why are you here? It's because, you know, just giving you the heads up. See, when you tell someone everything is fine, after giving them information that doesn't seem like it's relevant, it seems like everything isn't fine. Well, it's no, it's okay. I'm just. I know the way that, like, Caleb's kind of talked about uh, about my dad. It might give a certain impression about him. And don't get me wrong, he can be a bit scary at times, but it'll be fine. I've largely gotten the impression that Till's fear of your father it stems from Till and Till alone, at least from his personal experiences rather than from just general interactions with him. Yes. 
Yes, that is correct. Now, see, that Smile. tells me that tells me that there is something else that I should know. Uh, because it seems like everything isn't fine now. No, no, things are good. I just wanted... You know what? Forget I said anything. I'm going to go help. now. You Just go back to sleep. I will. Okay. And I'm going around telling everybody. Goldar mm -hmm. almost immediately go back to sleep. Yeah, Waka. Uh, where is? Actually, first he'll first he'll check to make sure the safety on his on his uh, on his gun is off, uh, and then he'll go back to sleep. <laughs> off? Oh, really? that'll just be worse. Oh yeah, off because when someone tells you everything is fine, that means everything is not fine. <laughs> where is Mistel? Sorry, she's I'm... currently asleep on Till's head. Okay. Like in his hair. So, hey, Mistel. Mistel. Five more minutes. I just. Everything's okay. Don't. I just need to let you know. Wait, who's dead? No one's dead. <laughs> what? No why are you? Dead. Why are you up? So I, I gotta, I get a heads up. Uh, uh, um. My dad's home. At, at, that, the, at that sentence, Till, who you were pretty certain was asleep, suddenly like jumps in his in his seating position and his eyes are suddenly immediately open. Mistel flies it's okay. off his head. It's okay. Ow. This has like big wanted... this has big my dad's home, you need to get in the closet energy. <laughs> I just wanted to give you the heads up because, you know, I... Is he going to kill us? No! Why would... Okay, God! That's the vibe I'm getting right now! I'm just... If he shows up... Like, I didn't want anybody to be, like, freaking out and suddenly be like... Well, Till's freaking like, out. You're up early. You. This doesn't well, usually happen. Just, the... Till, that's the... Look, I... That's a conversation we need to have later, but... Um, I must say, this has all been very lovely, says a voice from directly over all of your heads. <sighs> Hi, Daddy. All, I can those three, or me yeah, over, well. over those three's heads, yes. As the group of you look up and you can see the yep, yep, long, yep, yep. lengthy form of Helias Fairchild just hanging from the ceiling, his feet planted firmly on the roof as his head as his hair is just sort of dangling halfway down as he sort of looks up at the group of you dressed in this, like, immaculate uh, black with green pinstripe suit, uh, long silver hair sort of frailing around, like, down around what would be just, just above head height for all of you because he's, because of... The ceiling here is not low. He is just that tall. Uh, and his hair is that long. <laughs> As he as he looks up at the group of you with his like burnished green eyes that just sort of seem to have this glow across them. Hi. Nice to see all of you again. Hello, my lovely daughter. I was just. How was your trip? 
Oh, it was wonderful. The Starbreakers and I worked out some lovely business deals for handling that brand new world of Savaranus's introduction into the galactic scene. I think it'll be wonderful for everyone involved. Well, great. Tell me, how have your adventures been since we parted on that planet? Oh, they've been they, they've been fine. So we 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 ended up coming. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember because that was like a year and a half ago. Um, <laughs> so I don't. He basically remember. came straight from there to here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, we came here. We've been looking for for for. We were looking for Missile's family. Hello. Um, that's Missile. You were I, I. Don't remember. Did you guys meet? We met briefly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking for Missile's family. Apparently, they were here. We came here. We found them. Um, there was a whole bit with a fake fake Hydra. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I think that's what it, hmm. false hydra. False, false, yeah. Ran, a, ran across a false hydra. Yeah, yeah. It went fine. Everything's okay. Uh, saved a town, you know. NBD. Um, that must have been what the reclamation forces were telling me about when I came in. Ah, uh, yes. Disaster relief sent to one of the far out towns, Reyesveld, I think. Yes. Sure. Yeah, that was the town that name. That's right. Mm. Yes, they had asked me if I could assist with any of that on the way in. I'll have to get back to them and let them know some more details and provide some assistance for that. But yeah, anyway, so once that was taken care of, we met up with Missile's family. Uh, we just looking for a place to stay. I was like, hey, wait a minute, I'm, I've got space. Uh, and so, you know, hi. Well, it is lovely to see you and your friends again, he says, as his his left foot leaves the ceiling and angles up like an impossible high kick and just seems to stretch forever until it hits the floor that you are all standing on. And then like an elastic band whipping back, the rest of him seems to follow to meet it as he corrects and is suddenly standing in front of all of you. Uh, at his standard height, he is nearly nine feet tall. Uh, as he sort of bends at an impossible angle, like his waist simply is like a nine bracket. As he just in like horizontally tilts at the waist, his neck sort of tilting up at a ninety degree angle. As he looks, as he bends down to look Mistel in the eye, uh. And it is, of course, a pleasure to see you as well, my Invarn friend, he, sa he says, as his hand sort of extends a single finger out to, as if to shake hands. Yes, both hands grab his finger and, like, shake excitedly. It's nice to see you, too. And, of course, my faithful employee, Till, I see you've been keeping my daughter safe, as Till, who seems to be sweating bullets at this point, uh... Uh, sort of straightens up. Yes, Mister Fairchild. Uh, of course, we would not let her out of her sight. Let her out of my sight, and I am doing my absolute best to ensure that she is uh, fully capable of enjoying herself while staying safe. Of course, of course. I knew I could count on you. After all, 
I can tell when someone has a talent for these sorts of things. There's this... You're not certain if it's intentional, but there's a sort of underlying menace to that sentence, and you're not certain from what or why. And you're not certain if it's just something that comes off of him, because this person is very clearly not mortal. Nothing about this individual screams mortality. You haven't seen him blink or breathe since he arrived. As if the affectations of mortality are a thing that he has to remember to engage in. Completely uh, normal. Nothing strange about that at all. Thankfully, uh, Mistel doesn't notice that kind of stuff. She's just like, new friend. Things so. As he sort of looks over to... Some don't need to breathe. As he looks over to you, as Jasira and uh, Strida are emerging from the room that they had, that they had spent the night in, um, the... Uh, Halaya sort of looks across all of you. Well, it's been lovely. Uh, I simply returned home and realized that you were also here and wanted to pay a visit and see my delightful daughter. Of course. You know, I'm always happy to see you. I do have a bit of business to attend to while I'm home, so I do apologize for cutting our reunion short, but I do need to uh, attend to some matters of somewhat import. Oh, totes. Totally get it. Still, lovely to see all of you again. And please, enjoy your time within the manor, and you are welcome to come and go as you wish. I extend that offer freely, he says. Which seems like an awkward sentence to most of you. Why would you need to right, extend that offer Right, but it's freely? totally normal. welcome. But it's completely normal for for for, for Helias. Uh And he turns around, raises a single foot as if he's going to take a great step. And as he leans forward as if for that foot to press down, he drops through the floor and disappears. It sort of ripples like water as he passes through it. Your dad is cool. He, right? And I slept through all of that. That's what I'm saying. He's, 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 I don't. Wait, I don't. Why did you have to wake um, us up early to tell tell us he was? So there? I just look. It. I'm obviously this is my part of the house, but it's still his house. So like, uh, let's imagine if like I will. I, you know, went to go get breakfast or something, and he happened to come through here, and you guys were here, and I wasn't here, or something like that. I just want to make sure everybody knew. Okay. That was it. Everything's totally fine. I don't know why everybody freaks out when I say everything's fine, but... I was just concerned because you're never up this early. No, no, yeah, that was that was just because of, you know... Okay. When he shows up, when he shows up where I am, I tend to get notified. I tend to get... If I'm asleep, that means I wake up. It just, it is what it is. Can we go back to sleep now? Yeah! Absolutely. And she 
falls back into Till's hair yep. and falls back asleep. Till, who is decidedly not going back to sleep anytime soon. Uh, as Jasira and Srita sort of wander over. So, uh, that is your father then? Strita says as she sort of looks at uh-huh. the yep. place That's in the daddy. floor where he had just disappeared through. Interesting. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's a better interaction than most of mine with my father, so there's that. Yeah, no, he's great. He's, you know, he's uh, he's a businessman. An archfey. And an archfey. Like, I get why he intimidates people. He's, you know, got that archfeyness and... No, he's really high society and, and, and fairly powerful. But and you know, maybe some other things, but it, it it's fine. You're with me, so it's not gonna nothing nothing's gonna happen. Jasira kind of looks at that spot. Are all of our fathers? You know what? Never mind. Huh? <laughs> Are all not worth the what? It's no. nothing. Okay. <laughs> now I've been awake for like twenty minutes now, and I'm starting to feel the hangover come on. So I need to go fix that. You'll excuse me. Yeah, go fix that with more alcohol. How do you fix it? (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy will also one day play a character who's not an alcoholic. Now that seems unlikely. I don't believe that. Why would you why would you lie to yourself like that? (laughs) That's not true. I've played a couple characters. Name Admittedly, one. I can't think of any. <laughs> That's about to say. Yeah, I'm racking um, my brain right now. Oh no, no, no! Absolutely. Um, uh, Jesus, we just finished the game. Mondays. Cat's in. Cat. Oh, cat. Cat. Oh, cat yes, was right. not. And I know. She, I know she was a vampire, but you can still be an alcoholic fucking vampire. I mean, yes, you can absolutely be an alcoholic. She vampire. was. She did not feed all. She did. She did not take that. Um, let's see who else. Um, yes, yeah, Sin was not. Sin did not partake of anything. Sin drank wine primarily. Sin drank, but not like, not like my normal characters' levels of drink. Um, yeah. not like Remy or 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 Kendall. So, so what or... we're saying is, you're only dry when you're dead. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> How dare you make me laugh? I can't open my mouth all the way. <laughs> you caused me pain. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> you uh, said a technically true thing, and I resent you for it. 
<laughs> I speak truth. Uh, which is funny because okay, current current jokes aside, I'm legitimately not a not much of a drinker. Aren't you actively drinking a lot? Thing that's what I that I yeah, just it. like I said I like current jokes aside lifting up the drink yeah right that's the funny part about it I didn't it. see the lift up drink I just thought like live vicariously uh. anyways yeah yeah Kendall's live. gonna go get wasted live vitality uh Mm, as we finish our long rest (laughs) yeah as as till like thinks of doing something about that and then it's like she's in her own house with her dad literally in the building what the hell am i gonna do about it and it's like (laughs) since every time where where where, where till is off duty it's now (laughs) but also not because her dad like like yes it's more of a what the hell am i gonna do to stop kendall from drinking Hey, fucking nothing, thank you very much. <laughs> In the middle of a fight, he couldn't stop that. But he sort of looks across the rest of the group. Uh, so, uh, we should probably wake Coltan at some point soon. He says, looking up and sort of tapping Mistel. Huh? We're up now. No, sleeping now. You've had plenty of sleep. No. All right. All right. Well, uh, have I don't fun, have to he be says, up. He says as he starts as he starts walking, which on his taloned feet is not the most even thing in the world. Uh, where's Kendall at this point? Walking away to go get drunk. Okay, she's going to Kendall. Okay. She just flies over and sits on Kendall's shoulder. Yep. Till's being no fun. So Till's being Till. I mean, he's sometimes fun. Is he, though, as we, like, head off to, like, the bar area, like, one of the central areas? Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on your definite. I mean, he's... Um... So, drinks. Right, thanks. I accept your surrender on that topic. Let's go get drinks. So, Till comes and wakes me up. Yeah, Till Till walks over and uh, just sort of nudges Coltarn with a taloned foot. Mm-hmm. Yes. We should probably be getting up now, Coltarn. Why? Because we have things to do today. <laughs> Grunts and then stands and starts to stand up, putting the safety back on on the gun. It's oh, quite a to-do right. to die today. I don't intend to die today. 
Let's go. Anyway. Gather everybody up that can be gathered. Yeah. Actually, I mean, people could just make their way back to the ship on their own. Yes, but I think while we're here on planet, it's probably going to be a good idea to see if we can utilize the wide-reaching uh, intelligence capacities of Mr. Fairchild and perhaps the planet as a whole to see if we can do any research on the Sarhemian situation and perhaps get a bit of a track on the next stage of dealing with this Dagmos. Yes. Well, we also need to see if there's any additional work for us from the core. Yes, probably. Another job to line us up for the next immediate future would probably be ideal as well. Um, I think, think today's going to be a research and uh, walking the streets kind of day. Is there anything we... Is there anything we have like left on that prophecy as far as anyone recalls? The prophecy was rather vague. Um, as far as I know... And according to the brief conversation that we had uh, with the Oracle, uh, she suspected that events were going to arrange themselves in such a fashion that we would find ourselves in the path of this oncoming crisis, which, to her credit, uh, we did, he says. He sort of like... We found ourselves on this planet looking for Mistel's parents at exactly the time in which a being created by God's blood, uh, supposedly the the essence of divinity, uh, just so happened to be present and causing problems. Uh, yeah, I think we're running into some big things. Well then, let's go find work and just continue on our way. Eventually, we'll run into more clues that we can pursue. I would certainly like to do some research while we're here. Absolutely. I just want to get off planet so I can acquire the parts I need to and rebuild the dust runner. You know, we can find parts here. I... I... Uh, honestly, I would like to have a machine that I know how everything works on it, rather than having to, no offense, get a second person to help me with the druidic parts. Mm. Just because we're in the middle of a fight and I'm piloting it, I don't want to have to ask you what to say or do to fix a problem. Fair enough. Well, uh, yes. We'll need to find Miss Fairchild because she's the one who can drive the vehicle that has us here and we're sort of off to one side of the city. I mean, others of us can drive, we're just not the best drivers. <laughs> he sort of raises an eyebrow. Have you driven something like that before? Yes. I'm just not proficient with it. Alright. Which, which is to say, I have a plus two to my piloting check. It's just not a plus six. 
Also known as being non-proficient. Exactly. That's what he said. Not proficient. <laughs> you don't have to be proficient with something to use it. You have to be proficient with something to use it well. But yes, as far as John's prophecy is concerned, I feel like we're going to find ourselves in the thick of things whether we like it or not. So... Yes, and I feel like Miss Kendall at the moment is most likely going to be either asleep, hangover, or drunk. Neither, with none of which are good states to be driving a vehicle in. Mm, she was heading to go get drinks. However, I don't feel like we should leave her here. It's her house. Yes, and she seems to have a mixed relationship with people in it. Are any of them going to hurt her? No, I doubt it, but... I, uh... It's only a matter of time if we leave her here before she goes wandering off on her own. And if she goes wandering off on her own and gets into trouble, then it will be my head. Yeah, let's do this then. I pull up my communicator. And pay and and, uh, do the group call. Yeah. Uh, Dust Knights and Kendall... Uh, we're planning on heading into town to the core adventures league to see about getting some more work and potentially doing some research. Would everyone like to gather together or is something pressing keeping any of you? No, I'm good. Town, town's good. And let's meet at the vehicle. All right, let's go, Till says, rubbing his eyes. I know I'll head that way. Mistral's still on um, Kendall's shoulder. Yep. In that short amount of time. Yep. Enough to get buzzed, not drunk. Mm Mm-hmm. A little bit of hair of the dog that bit you. Yep, absolutely. And that dog's biting a lot of people. It's weird. So, yeah. So, yes, the group of you meet back up at the vehicle. Get uh, in. Head down. <laughs> yeah, so. Miss Fairchild, are you fit to drive at all? I'm good. I'm absolutely good to drive. Where are we going? Into town. I wanted to see if we could do some research on Zahimian information using the city's information banks. And I mean, we might want to potentially see if anyone in your father's network has information, but that might be later, I feel. Especially if he's busy with work right now. And uh, see if we could find any information on Stagmos or anything relating to it that might be tactically useful. You're looking over Jasira, who shrugs. I mean, I have family anecdotes, but I don't really know how he runs his army. And of course, heading to the Core Adventurers League to see if there's any work for us while we're here. Or anything that might lead us somewhere. Okay. Um... Yeah, we can... Would I know where a good place to check for that is? Uh, there is a college here. 
that is like it's it's a it's a massive like um it's built on it's when you build a college on a central trade hub it tends to get a lot of funding flowing through it uh-huh um and so it is it is one of the more prestigious uh, universities in the uh in the in the divide um and it uh has a significant academic presence not just an educational one um and you know that your father and uh his connections have plenty of access to its libraries and uh and uh, informational sources, so you could ask around there. Is this the college that I went to and then abruptly dropped out of? Possibly. F- okay. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. There's a place we can go. Where the people all know your name? No, nobody knows my name. What are you talking about? Let's go. <laughs> so, are you heading heading for that college immediately? Yep. All right. So, uh, you make your way into town. Should we go pick Xander up? He's been on the ship this whole time. Tail looks over at the rest of you. I mean, possibly. He has been acting as your research liaison for all the good that did. Uh, did some. It's what helped me figure out that there was some sort of illusion on our brains. Mm. I, I, honestly, I could say that without his assistance, we, I might not have figured it out as quickly as I did. We can ask him if he wants to come, because he might not want to come. While we're on the road, then. Xander, we're back in town. Oh, hey, yeah. Um, hi. I, I, I assume that I've been filling him in on what's been going on, uh, just because I was sending out a lot of data while other people were searching for Missile's family. Yeah. Um, we're back in town. Do you want us to pick you up, or are you happy staying on the ship still? Uh, I mean, I can do whatever. I've got time to... I can consider, do work, I can help out. What, I mean, consider this to be the Dust Knight's shore leave temporarily while we gather a new job. Would you like off the ship or not? Um, this is your first time on, on, on another world, isn't it? Yeah. Let's go pick you up. I feel like someone should show you around. Cool, yeah. Uh, all right, I'll be outside, getting off the ship and heading outside of the spaceport. All right. Uh, turn off the communication. Let's go get Xander. He deserves to have a little bit of a uh, experience. It's not every. It's not the. It's not. It's not every day that you get to have your first experience of an alien world. So, Kendall, do you divert to the spaceport? Yeah, absolutely. Alright. Especially so, since we're going to a since we're going to a place for research, I feel like he would be handy to have along. Yeah. 
Go get Xander. Yep. Yep. While we're doing that, do you want? Are there any? Uh, do you want to cut away for any other scenes? What about to say? Um. So, meanwhile, at the spaceport, surprise. As you're still muted on Zoom, so. Yes. There you go. So, surprise, your most recent round of uh, hopping from ship to ship and just seeing where journeys can take you uh, seems to have landed you upon the world of Fallen Thornwood, which is a uh, a um, central trade hub in a lot of different market routes throughout the Divide. Uh, primarily a druidic world uh, founded originally by the natural order uh, to try and get a hand in the galactic trade. Uh, It has since become largely independent, though still primarily druidic in origin. Uh, And as you step out of the ship that you had been chartering passage, stowing away on uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other, um, you look out at the massive enormous tree that makes up the spaceport uh, and the varieties of branches and and uh, routeways that mark passages for people and, tra- and cargo and other things to be moved around by and as you sort of start to make your way out and just look and take in all of the things uh, you're a little distracted um, as you bump into a half-elf uh, who has also seemed to be sort of gobsmacked by the uh by the sheer scale of everything that he's wandering into as you as you look down you see a uh uh mid-height half-elf male uh short brown hair uh sort of pulled back uh with a pair of green lensed goggles resting up on his forehead brief goatee uh wearing like a blue worker's shirt with like light tan leggings and thick leather boots there's looks a like, rifle slung over one shoulder looks like jacks from jack or jack from jack and dexter kind of um there's a, there's a rifle sort of slung over one shoulder he's a lot lankier than you would than jack from jack and dexter is but yeah jack is fucking built <laughs> um but uh he uh, sort of bounces off of you for a second and, and looks up. Oh, sorry. Uh, didn't see where I was going. Ain't no problem to me. Uh, yeah. You you look as lost as I feel. Uh, surprise. Surprise is busy right now just taking everything in. Um... I'm sure I'll find something or other. Uh, yeah, um, you happen to know, uh, which way is down. Surprise is just gonna grab him by the hand. He's... They're going to take that as an invitation and just grab him by the hand and say, let's find out. Just... You, you start We're running. Going. You start We're running going. and this, this half-elf is sort of like trailing behind you. Whoa, 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 hey! It's sort of like 
running to try and keep up with your pace uh, as you just start taking off and trying to find your way around. Um, go ahead and give me a quick survival, if you don't mind, just to see how well your direction sense is serving you. 20, nice. Uh, so you just sort of look around and begin to intuit as you sort of sort of look and see uh, based on like contours of root work and you just sort of see the path that generally looks like it's leading towards like a central filter for everyone that's walking uh, and you sort of shove past some random passersby who are like semi knocked out of the way by your passage and you just sort of like there's a slight commotion as you sort of just uh, like charge your way through this, this like there's not a big crowd but there's enough people to get like barreled aside by them by the very tall ethereal moving through um, uh, I mean, the prize isn't all that tall yeah but she does have enough energy that she might as well be yeah <laughs> fair enough not not particularly tall but definitely action packed shall we say yes well, I, do you want to go ahead and just take a second to describe Surprise as they're barreling sure. through a spaceport? Yeah, go um, ahead. Right now, abducting this half-elf is a five-foot-tall uh, dog. Um, uh, this ethereal is embodied in a blue doll with... Um, With all kinds of, the doll itself is um, mostly made up, mostly one piece made of this blue fabric with a decorative skirt that's uh, like a burlap type plaid. Um, and there seem to be added on all over this thing, just bits and pieces that are magpie style little bits and pieces that looked pretty and thus got added on with no further thought um there's uh fancy colors and textures and um tassels and patches and uh even a pretty chain um Across the blue fabric, there is the occasional visible repair um, where ostensibly the damage was fun enough to keep um, and just so closed again. Um, and on the face, there's not much there. Except for two very visible eyes that are just painted on. Uh, this 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 doll is just going at full speed towards down because yeah. that's the prompt they were given. Yep, and you and thus we go. Yeah, you shove your way through a through a small crowd, um, people being. Uh, budged aside as you push through at full speed. Um, every every now and then, when you can't be bothered to shove someone aside, 
your form seems to waver a little bit as you just sort of pass through someone's space without seeming to interact with them. Uh, and Xander, having no such ability, has to like try and dodge around people that you just sort of phase through um, as you as you run by. Um, uh, and eventually, uh, you find yourself standing on an elevator made out of a like what looks like the what look would would normally be like a cutout of a tree stump, like just a massive circular hunk of central trunk um and that but that is like entangled with roots like all around the outside of it uh and as you as you step onto it the roots and as there as it reaches a certain load that determines it's time to go down uh the roots begin to like undulate and fold as they seem to slide up and down the internal bark of this tree structure that you're in and the platform begins to descend as it starts to go down, and Xander, you having fought, you having finally stopped. Xander stops to catch his breath. We found down. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> down we are going. Okay. <sighs> okay. Um. Hi. Oh, I didn't catch your name. Hi, I'm Xander. Hi, Xander. I'm surprised. That you are. Um. Mm. You got anything you're looking for down, or just going down? Ah, uh, my friends were coming to pick me up while we're here. I this is my first time being on a different planet than my home one, so I was gonna see the city, I guess. Oh, that's exciting! Yeah, it's uh real interesting, especially all sorts of unique people you're gonna run into. How can you stay on one planet? There's so many things to see. I Wouldn't mean, you get bored? I had a... There was a lot of reasons that I couldn't leave at the time. I just kind of grew up there. That sucks. Yeah, well... You're somewhere new now. Yeah, I'm definitely somewhere new. Was a crazy the, person uh, that abducted me. <laughs> as, as the as the the platform touches down on the on the ground floor, uh, people begin to filter out of the elevator, uh, and Xander sort of looks ahead. Yeah, let's uh, let's see outside then, shall we? <laughs> Surprise! We'll take Xander outside. Yeah. And point out everything cool because apparently this poor, poor half elf has not seen anything. Yeah. And uh, as as you are sort of pointing out various things that you find to be visually interesting, which uh, half of them are just I mean so ordinary, so yeah. ordinary, but surprise thinks they're cool. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, as you're pointing this out, as Xander is sort of walking along beside you at its slightly more reasonable pace at this point, um, it is to this scene uh, that uh, Kendall, you, and the vehicle pull up to the parking area in front of the spaceport as Xander and this five-foot uh, blue-clothed individual uh, is just sort of walking out and pointing at things and talking about them. Can I just say, 
in a real like um method moment i forgot that xander existed fair <laughs> which Though makes you- sense cuz kendall despite being the person who kind of dragged him along yep, yep. has forgotten that he existed until about this moment out of sight, out of mind applies to more than just a little uh, bit <laughs> concepts. Um, uh, how fast does Kindle pull into the starship parking lot? Um, like she's not driving as like insanely as she did in like physically. I don't think it's possible for one thing. Um, but just because, I don't know, for reasons, she seems to be on better behavior in this city than than elsewhere. Slightly better. Reasons. Interestingly, more so now than yesterday when we were in this city. Can't explain why. No, no explanation whatsoever. Absolute coincidence. That's not to say that she's not driving like a lunatic, just less of a lunatic. It seems that it seems that uh, Xander has made a friend, I think, or he's being kidnapped. Let's go. Oh find my God, out. Xander! Be both. Kidnap, and she stops. She is jumping out of the car. <laughs> Mistel on her shoulder, still hanging on with all her might. And Kendall has that dad look on her face because <laughs> kidnap. So uh, we should probably stop a fight from breaking out. Jasira says, um, "Coltarn's already getting out and is walking behind." <laughs> so uh, surprise, uh, Xander, like next to you, says, "Oh, there they are!" And you look over and realize that you are being approached by uh, an Eladrin, a a half orc or a, a full orc, actually. Full orc. Uh, Thank you yeah, very much. An, an Eladrin, an orc. Uh, a demon? A really Gilman? tall person who is glowing. Um, a, a an bird. avian. And a pixie. And an armor full of... And a suit of armor filled with bees. Yes. And a suit of armor made of bees. With two... With, with, with like sort of a triangular diamond representation of a face above it. Because we haven't put the helmet together yet. Right. <laughs> To be clear, an Eladrin in a party dress. Ooh, shiny. Let's go ahead and just... What does Kindle look like? Let's just just start there with descriptions. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to remember how I wrote up for Please don't make me describe my character Like Like fucking two years ago. I can just just describe you based off your mini if you want. Kindle is... I mean, she is... She is Eladrin, as mentioned. Um, uh, She is... I'm just going to give you sort of the feel because I legitimately at this moment cannot remember what she looks like. And it's going to take me a minute for Hero Forge to boot up so so, so I can look that up. But if, like... Paris Hilton was an Eladrin in this sci fi fantasy world, that's who would be approaching you. 
but with like a scary arch fay look in her eyes. With an Invarin on her shoulder who probably has no idea what scariness is might be might be about to come out. <laughs> Cause can't see the face necessarily, because on shoulder I imagine that's art. She's just hanging on for dear yep. life right now. There, I put I put your mini in the in the Slack if you need it for reference, Holly. Thank you. I and I'll yeah. handle. Sorry, it's hard for me to concentrate on stuff right now. No this worries. is taking all my energy. Um, I, mis- mean, I feel like my description stands. No, it does. Absolutely <laughs> does. <laughs> Mistel's on Kendall's shoulder. She's like a foot and a half tall. Um, she has silvery blue or like pale blue skin and then like silver hair. And that that's, yeah, she's a pixie. Sorry. <laughs> That's about all the description. Okay. Behind them, seeming far less uh, 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 manic, uh, is Coltarn, uh, who because well, I put I put his bio specifications in here. Um, he's a full orc. He stands at seven foot two. Uh, he is twice as wide as everyone else on the party um, because he's about three hundred pounds. Uh, red eyes, dark green skin, black uh, hair that's in like sort of a very well kept mohawk, so spiky mohawk. Uh, short, but not not a long one, but a short mohawk um, with purple tips. Um, and uh, is where he has his entire right arm seems to be some sort of uh, prosthetic that has glowing uh, that has glowing um, sort of purple joints in places. Uh, and his right eye has is very clearly cybernetic as well, um, and uh, he's wearing an exosuit that sort of works as a power as a sort of pseudo power armor, um, and is just very very heavy, heavy footsteps, but the heavy footsteps of someone who knows how big they are. Uh, and immediately behind them are Jasira and Strida. Uh, Jasira is a Cambian, a half-devil, half-humanoid of some variety. Um, uh, tall, uh, red skin, blood-red skin tone with bright, uh, faintly glowing yellow eyes. A series of black, almost tattoo-like markings that sort of drape down the front of her nose and down around the sides of her eyes. Up, up around the chin to her lower lip. Um, uh, dressed in what looks to be a, like, well-worn set of traveler's gear. Um, as, uh, for those who have forgotten, she was, at one point, the head of a criminal gang known as the Red Runners. Uh, yep. <laughs> whom we, uh, we helped or killed? I don't remember. Helped. Okay. Uh, and now she's a dust knight. Uh, as the uh, the she's sort of dressed in this sort of like red leather-looking traveler's outfit with like this long flowing uh, waist cape around, uh, with this like purple sash around the waist, with a pair of guns just sort of like visible on her hip at all times. And then Strida, who looks like a knight out of a medieval fantasy story, uh dressed in this, like, shining steel plate armor with bits of leather, uh, brown leather garb if, uh, 
canvassing between uh, this old-fashioned-looking longsword at their waist, at their waist, and a big round steel shield slung over their shoulder. Uh, short brown hair, glowing bright purple eyes, uh, and this sort of incredibly tall and built physique. She's taller than most humans can be, uh, and nearly as broad as uh, nearly as broad as Coltarn is. Um, is she tall? Is she as tall of... as Coltarn, or slightly shorter? Uh, one second. Let me. I believe I put her height down. Uh, maybe I put her height down. If I recall, she was described as being as tall or slightly shorter than Coltarn. Yeah, I think she. I think she's like a couple inches shorter than you, if that. Um, uh, but you also get the sense that's largely a matter of her choice, considering. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, those two approaching behind you, and then also Till and Bees, who we will let their players describe as they arrive. Uh, if they arrive. Uh, but this is the group that is approaching you swiftly, as Xander points them out. Kiddo, you have a lot of friends. Yeah, not sure how I ended up with them. They just sort of picked me up, and I came along. Kendall has a habit of collecting people, Coldarn says, as he gets into range. <laughs> oh my god, Xander, and she, she goes up, she full-on hugs. He's completely taken aback by that, as he is now, like, pincered on all sides. <laughs> right. Oh my god, why uh, didn't you just come stop by? Why didn't you come stay, stay, stay where I, we were, over at my, my place? Because I was on the ship. And don't loosen grip. I'm stuck in a hug. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like slight it's crushing like sounds. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, you totally could have come. I was still like collating and formatting data from the whole false hydra thing. It's been literally a day since that, by the way. Like two yeah. days. Right. Uh huh. No, it's been like three days. Two and a half. You've, we no. spent two days with my family. Wait, did you not know that it's been more than a day? It's been like two and a half days since you left. Like I got your signal that you were right. You it. say that now, but before you said it was like a day. Did, were you so busy that you didn't realize how many days passed? I mean, I've done that too. But only only over the weekends and during like uh during like a pride thing or something like that. Yeah, I was working on taking I was, very good care of your friend. I was I was working on my gun, Xander says he sort of like shoulders the rifle over his shoulder. I mean he did have uh, he did end up working in a laboratory by himself well after it was dis right well after it was dismantled, so that right. So who's Look, your I, friend? I get caught up in my work. Oh yeah, um, he sort of indicates over his shoulder. This is um, surprise. Surprise. What, That's what's a great this? name. Oh my oh, god. I see. Hi, I'm Mistel. You are very small. I know. She will fly and sit on Surprise's shoulder. Surprise is delighted. <laughs> you oh, are blue, you're... also. I am. We're both blue. We match. It's so cool. You need more pink, though. Oh, I usually do blue and silver. 
I guess. Anyway, I was huh. uh, I was leaving I was leaving the <laughs> uh, the ship and I ran into them and uh, one thing led to another. I feel like for the for, for it is one of those very rare occurrences where uh, Kendall and Coltarn like had had a very similar process happening in the brain right there. I I don't know if it did. Fair. <laughs> Outwardly same. Inwardly very different. I suspect. Uh, well then, surprise. It's good to meet you. I'm Coltarn. We are the Dust Knights, a group from the Core Adventurers League. All adventurers! I bet you guys see a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Defi Define stuff. Stuff. All kinds of things. Like planets and people and creatures that want to kill us? Yes, that sounds awesome. We do yeah, see lots of we those, see a lot yes. of that. You recently fought one. What was it? Uh, false Hydra. What's that? This super creepy thing that was like invisible unless you're like deaf. And then it was like eating a town and making it disappear. Oh, that's gross. Mm-hmm. It was no big deal, you know. It's just the just the thing that monster killed it. You know, it is what it is. Oh look, <laughs> we're so tough. Look at us, we're so tough. He's <laughs> gonna pop both arm on the shoulder and say, "Did you see how tough he is?" <laughs> This is a confused look on Coltarn's face. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Kindle is fairly durable. I think. Ah. I look over at Ken I look over at Kindle. You do certainly ingest a lot of alcohol for someone as small as you. Oh, I love booze. <laughs> I bet you do. Oh, yeah. I would like to get an insight check on whether or not this person is actively under the influence of something. <laughs> Roll me insight. Yeah. Seventeen. Nope. Nope. Not right now, at least. This is just surprise. Ah. Uh, I'm familiar with this personality type. I think it's manic pixie. I no, I'm a pixie. Where all the best bars are. Sorry, what was that sentence? To? I bet you know where all the best bars are. I Directed think to Kendall. It, yeah, I mean, Obvi. You have to dish. She has a bar in her house. I mean, yeah, but that's not the that that's that's for home drinking, and there's out drinking. I like both. Um. I'm sorry, I'm not Nick. I, 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 I'm gonna list off a couple, a bunch of places. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a variety of different, like, different bars. Whether you're looking for high-end bars, or you're looking for dive bars. I mean, if you're looking, if you're looking for something where you can have a drink and also a conversation, there's always the Adventurers League. But uh, notably, I'm leaving several of the most recent hot spots where she might have been with 
other particular people in her past off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's she still sort of like starts to list off a number of yeah. different establishments. Like, and then there's no wait, no, the, yeah, this one, and then the yeah, and it's, this goes on for a while poop, if you let I it. I don't know. Yeah, this goes on for a while if you let it. Yep. I'm just gonna start hurting the group to back towards the car while this conversation is happening. Uh, but, is just gonna take the whole list. Yeah. The conversation has continued as you've all moved generally back towards the vicinity of the vehicle. We're just taking surprise with us. Well, as Kendall is like listing off bars. I'm I'm busy. I'm learning about the town. Not to cut the conversation short, but we do have places to go. Um since it seems like you're well Yeah, there are us now. All right, that uh, that keeps me from having to offer niceties. All right, let's go then. Fantastic. So, surprise, tell us all about you. Want to know everything. I'll drive, Kendall. You can sit back there and talk. <laughs> sure. Oh. He's so helpful that way. is going to be great. As I am asked to tell everything about a character I have never played before. (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) No, you're not. Um, I am. Kendall is, but I am. (laughs) Because I know that I I know that on the spot moment. uh, Surprise is not surprises. I'm bothered by it, but surprise is not. Um, She just they just start going off about uh, various different planets they've been on, uh, their top five favorite vacations, uh, just inane stuff. Nothing of importance. But they seem to be delighted by this stuff. This is the stuff that they find interesting at this moment in time. Right, right. Also, the vehicle that we're getting in is an armored troop transport with a mounted gun on top of it. Uh Uh-huh. Surprise is unfazed. Um, I'm heading to the Core Adventures League first, since I don't know the way to, re- to whatever research facility they were talking about. Yep. So Kendall is very much like, anytime you list like vacation, I say, like, oh, you should go here. And is how best to put this is Find a one up. Uh, yes, yes. Like, like, like from a meta standpoint, it is 100%. She is one upping everything surprise either it's all going over surprise's head or they're just really good at not caring okay cool uh because they're just delighted to find new places to go explore (laughs) um they do get on a tangent and say you you really need to take better care of your friends do you know he's never been to another planet well he's only ever been to one we need is we just picked him up though. That's why, like that's why we brought him here. This is this is stage one. Yes, the planet he was on previously was isolated from the rest of the galaxy by 
A totalitarian government that used a highly advanced ancient space laser to destroy any oncoming ships, thus isolating it in a feudalistic era state. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, it's the worst. She's also 100% hanging off Xander right now. <laughs> so this is my boy uh, yes very much so, so surprise is just gonna lean around you and look xander dead in the eyes as much as you can when your eyes are right paint on a piece of cloth um and say, fucking xander. only only that? one eye can look in the eyes at one time so so here's here's the weird thing as much as the eyes are paint on pieces of cloth, something about them moves. So you always know where Surprise is looking. They don't seem like they move. It's sort of a like a, like a Mona Lisa effect where they always just seem to be looking at you. Um, but they, they just seem to be looking where Surprise is looking, regardless of... It's especially good because is. they're like Spider-Man-esque, like large circles with different color circles on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a, that's a perfect thing. It, it's like spi- the, the eyes move like Spider-Man's eyes move. <laughs> well, they shouldn't. But they... <laughs> yeah, so you, you lean over to say something to Xander specifically? You didn't tell me it sucked that much. Yeah, um, I spent a lot of it underground in a lab making things. That sounds absolutely awful. Why would you do that? It passed the time, and it was kind of my job. That sounds boring. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty certain my dad gave me that job to keep me out of the way. Your dad sucks. But it's okay because you're with me now and everything's fine. We're going to take you all over the place. Well, it took me to show him another planet. I mean, no, we showed him another planet because we're here. He didn't even know which way was down. So, like, technically he was on the ship. So he didn't actually see the planet with us. Well, no, because we had a false hidra. We don't want to bring him out in front of that. He's he's basically useless in that. But no, I I was just n- never mind. Xander, Xander, I don't think you're useless. Xander Xander kind of slumps for a second as he sort of like I made a cool gun and he sort of like you did make a cool the... gun. I'm talking about in the fight. I made a cool gun. <laughs> he sort of like he sort of like cradles the rifle that he made. We are destroying also, this poor boy. Also, as a clarification, Xander was actively more useful than the rest of you in that particular situation because it was his insight or his ability to view the perspective from the ship that allowed us to decipher that it was a false hydra. Yes, exactly. You're the best, and you're in the best situation at that particular moment. And you also could have done great if you were on planet, too, because planets are cool, and you're cool, too. Xander's really confused right now. I mean, no, but good try. Xander's really confused right now. (laughs) He's getting a whole lot of mixed signals. Well, Xander is Surprise's new best friend. She abducted him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! 
Jasira just sort of like, okay, before the two of you continue this cat fight, Jasira <laughs> says, look. look, we are not cat fighting. You're both the arguing over whether great. or not you can either belittle or befriend Xander. You're cat fighting. Oh, whatever. Wait, you don't know what you're talking wait. about. Is making friends fighting? No. No. We're friends. There isn't even a cat here. Oh wait! Oh wait! I have friends. No, right. yeah, you're 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 amazing. Everything is fine. She's Perfect. just being a bitch. <laughs> bitch, I will yeah, end I you. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. Jasira's hands actively light on fire for a second. Oh, hey, children no, no, no. in the back of the truck. <laughs> I will. Last ready. I will. No, no. Eject you out the back. Mista will throw herself on Kendall's hand. None of that. Put it down. As the fire oh goes God, out. This is the best. I like, rather than saying I'll turn this car around and it's with, I'll eject you out the back. <laughs> right? <laughs> the fire goes out from Jasira's hands and she just. At which point the Eldritch Blast goes away. Anyway, Mistel sits just, back on Kendall's shoulder and just gives her a pat. We just got done fighting a life-threatening abomination that was uh, that was threatening to kill all of us and also eat an entire town, move to the next one, and eat it too. Let's not fight amongst ourselves. I really don't want to have to replace any body parts today. Oh, it's fine. We're not really fighting. Uh-huh. We're not. You're really good at pretend fighting. Right? Jasira looks over at, at Coltarn. You'd know if we were really fighting. I saw magic coming out of the tips of hands. Close enough. No, no, you don't. No Coltarn, you're so no silly. You don't know what. <laughs> Everything's fine. My you earrings didn't what? even come off. Once again, right? when you say everything is fine, it tacitly does not mean that. No, it really does. Like just sort of said, no earrings came off. No, no rings came on. You'll know if we fight. Does Kendall even That's wear earrings? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I have no oh, just... good! Perfect <laughs> time for Beast to come in and commentate! What? Perfect. Oh, what, no. what? Perfect time for Bees to come in. Hang on, let me adjust some things. Oh Jeremy, my god! We Beast. need to explain Craig. what's happening. You need... Craig. Oh my Jeremy. god! Jeremy, your face is naked. What happened? <laughs> okay, yes. yes. That's Every the first single person. Acknowledged. It looks good. It looks thank good. You, okay, so, thank you. so so what did I miss? So uh let's see, where to start? Um we have somebody new. Kendall hates them but loves them. We've uh, just met them. We've just met We've them. We've been catfighting with uh Kendall ever since they met the group. Yes. Because <laughs> they were out with Xander, and that is Kendall Xander. Um, that that Kendall forgot about. Listen, it's been a it's, it's right. Yes, exactly. Um, 
and now we were all in the dust runner um and it's, it's, it's dog toy mentality i don't care about my toy unless another one wants it and then it's mine exactly um and now we're in the dust runner and um uh, kendall and jasira almost got into a magic fight um amazing and and coltarn threatened to eject them out the bed yes all right i am so sorry i i was late that's okay You're fine i hope it i hope it was tolerable a tolerable experience i hope you weren't I, held I will, hostage by middle school i will say this my kid's percussion solo was awesome there you go. That's all you need. That is the, the... remainder of the of the remainder of the three hours. Um, oh, as a definition of damning with faint praise. <laughs> Let me put it this way: Was it as bad as the recital I was in in third grade, where I decided to start getting bored and just got up and started walking around? Do you and remember playing randomly with my violin? Do you remember the end of Music Man? When oh, the dear. one parent stands up and goes, "That's my Johnny." Amazing. Also, I you or everyone else. Or, I no, appreciate that today's my conversation. Was perfect, Sen. Fair. I appreciate that today's converse out of character conversations as a whole are themed towards towards old Hollywood. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so anyway, I apologize uh, both for being late and also for sidetracking everyone. So please, it's, well, it's uh, okay. Continue. Now that you're here, why don't you describe what bees looks like? Uh, where are we right in now? You're, you're currently in the truck. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, bees is um, outside of the ship. Um, bees is a swarm of nocturne and torch torch bees, which are basically a combination of a yellow jacket, um, a, a with the coloring of a of, of a honeybee, the shape overall of a yellow jacket with a stinger, but the abdomen also lights up sometimes. Um, well, they also and, had like spider qualities. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, they have all sorts of qualities. It's more um, scorpion than spider, but yeah, yeah. Um, but they do weave webs, but. Um, uh, and and there is uh, an old suit of armor that is almost entirely occluded by um, uh, webbing and uh, that sort of papery hive that hornets make that is taking up the whole of it. So it looks like just this weird sort of shambling dummy. And up until very recently, it was headless. And it would sort of move around the bees. There's always a swarm of them moving around on the outside, but the majority of them are inside the armor moving it. Um and right now, over where the head would be, um, has uh, has Coltarn made the helmet yet? Not yet. Okay, all right. So over where the head would be, there's just this um, uh, sort of delicate lattice work of web uh, suspending four diamonds. Um, and I think they, they've actually probably been revised. So it's sort of like two here and then two smaller towards the center. So they make sort of a slight curve and they are lit from below by a flashlight that has been jammed into the neck hole of the armor. Creating a constant disco ball effect. Yes. Um, yeah, and and for, so, for, go on. I was just going to ask, I, 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 I apologize to everyone who's, who's not jumping in late. If we don't want to do it again on stream, totally cool. I did see the picture in Slack, but 
Is that the what I what what bees see when they see the our, yeah. our, our new friend? Okay. A, a five foot doll. Okay. Um, Fantastic. Um and uh for reference to the earring conversation, Jasira, you notice, is also wearing like a pair of earrings that have like animal fangs hanging off the side of them. Like the like the uh Oh yeah, no, I expected Jasira to be wearing earrings. I just didn't know if Kendall also did. Yeah. <laughs> what do you question whether Kendall wears earrings? I, well, see, that's the thing. It could go either way. Either she could wear earrings, or she could, or she could not wear earrings, specifically because they get lost when she's drunk. I mean, that's not necessarily untrue. I don't get but... the vibe that that puts Kendall off much. No. Oh no! <laughs> she just not. gets new earrings whenever she loses. I'm just saying both were possibilities. Yes. She 100% has extra earrings in her purse, just in case. In her clutch. Because it's absolutely so a clutch. That she's lost the ones in her ears and in her clutch? Probably, at some point. That's when you just ask one of your, one of your l lower status friends for their earrings. Oh, of course. Anyways. <laughs> We're going. I'm waiting to the for the day. I'm, wa I'm waiting for the day that 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 Kendall asks Jasira for her earrings because she's lost both sets, and Jasira's like, "Bitch, it would absolutely not be Jasira because they are not best friends that way yet." <laughs> also, while Kendall might talk shit, Kendall does recognize Jasira is like. On this status, even if she isn't that high of social status, like badassery, being a bad bitch puts you at that status, even if you're not, you know, daughter of an arch fake crime lord. Well, but also sort of team daddy issues, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Game recognize game. Team daddy issues. This is party daddy, daddy issues. So I say the majority of this party has daddy issues. Not us. All of our daddies are in here with us. For once, Which my character doesn't. Which is a daddy doesn't. issue in and of itself, Craig. <laughs> Anyways. Like these, just wait. That generation will be dead soon. And that's true. <laughs> also in real life. <laughs> uh, too soon, Sen. Too soon. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, but yes. Um, as just the point Jasira was making <laughs> as that whole thing devolved. Yes. Was maybe let the poor boy actually like breathe and have his own accomplishments. He is legitimately the son of a brilliant scientist and an and a skilled engineer in his own right who I'm fairly certain makes better guns even than our artificer can, she says pointing over at Coltarn. I mean, obvi. Nobody's saying that's not the case. And I'm pretty certain he knows how to use them, she says looking over at Xander and that rifle. That's what I was saying. Well, duh. <sighs> She just sort of pinches the bridge of her nose. And Xander, mean, the entire time, meanwhile, is like, I 
I don't know what's going on anymore. Just go with it. It's Sandra. okay. You're fine. Everything's okay. Street up. Meanwhile, off to one side. He squeezes him a little bit tighter. So street, street off to one side. This is the strange. Uh, to be fair, I don't have a whole lot of interactions with people, but this is very strange. Why have you not just fought each other for this at this point? Mostly sorry, because, what? mostly because it's not really worth fighting each other over. I just That's every what... every time every time there was a dispute between my mother and anyone else, basically, or anyone at the place where I was raised. Uh, it would typically go straight to the dueling ring anytime anyone had a disagreement. I'm sorry. No. First of all, Xander is 100% worthy of killing someone over. But that's not the point right now. Because nobody's killing anybody here. I don't know the friends. death. It was just, it was, it was a duel to determine who was right. My mother always won. I feel like that in so that uh, creates a scenario where the person that wins isn't actually always right. It's just that they get to lord it over everyone else. Yeah, that was a bit of a problem, wasn't it? Yeah. Which is why we don't fight each other. I mean, yeah. look, to Sarah, we know that you have issues with the. No, Serena. <laughs> oh, sorry. Other person with issues, with parental issues. This one has mommy issues. Yes. And daddy issues, to be fair. Guess both. Like parents are a piece of work. They are, though. Strida, did you also grow up in a swamp? Uh, no, I grew up in a temple. Oh, ew. I mean, it's not the kind of temple you're thinking of. It was a temple to, you know, deadlock. So it was full of people fighting for fun. Last time I went to a temple, I got blackout drunk. That sounds like a temple to Ekmera. What was the name and address of that temple? Oh, we're going to have so much fun. Right? And we're here. Everyone get out. I say, Kane. I say, park in the car. <laughs> okay. Cold Heart's reaction is so big. Speak it out, Mr. Flyce. It's our favorite sits. thing. Mrs. Toe flies over, sits on bees. Hi, Mrs. Toe. Hi, I'm confused and slightly scared on what's happening with those two. I, we we agree with Strita. They should just fight. We no. removed our gems. Do you like the new diamond shape? I love it. Okay. Here's I'm, your seat. Some of the bees are industriously weaving the little hammock again. Okay. She just grabs a bee and starts petting it. It starts doing that little, like, sort of semi-warm buzz that it does. It's just like the cat lady, but with bees. <laughs> and we get out of the vehicle. <laughs> so Where the group, are we? The group of you pile out at the core adventurers league. You see the sign of it uh, standing out. Is this... And again... I, I, I know this is a relative question because they all look alike, but have we been to this specific one before? Yeah, this is the, we're still in Highmark, so this, okay. is, this is this is the Highmark CAL. All right. Uh, and you, I head inside. Head, head inside. Yeah, you head inside. Um, the person manning the bar is different. 
Uh, Vesh isn't currently there right now. Instead, you see a bark folk. Um, uh, one of the, the, the walking tree people uh, that are often seen on natural order planets. There's just this uh, large, lumbering tree tree person sort of standing behind the bar. Occasionally, when someone asks for a drink, this massive bark hand uh, formed out of what looks to be a series of roots that have sort of coiled into the shape of a hand. Uh, it sort of reaches out, grabs something, pours it very, very methodically, hands it over to someone. Does it Does it have foliage, fruits, or blooms of any kind? Uh, it has, um, it's the, its shape is like largely, um, humanoid-esque, uh, with like extra knots and like curled vines uh, around some of its uh, torso and shoulders. Um, okay. The top of its head is crowned in like spikes of bark that end in um, uh, not quite acorns, not quite fruit, but they are definitely some kind of hard-shelled um, uh, like uh, reproductive uh, shape for whatever tree this thing was went before it was inhabited by a nature spirit and became a bark folk. Okay. Um it's it looks kind of like a pine cone but it has more of a uh like a solid um internal as opposed to just being a flare out. Okay. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh and those those sort of hang off of its head almost like um like 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 locks of hair. There's a lot of them. They come in like massive bundles. Nice. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, as the the group of you enter, the bark folk just sort of very casually waves a hand. Everything they do seems like it's going in mild slow motion, which you understand is pretty typical for most bark folk. Not all of them, but a lot of them do have the sort of like plodding methodicism to a lot of their motions as being a nature spirits and be inhabiting a tree um uh and so they're sort of ah welcome to the core adventurers league hi hello yes uh where's the dust knights uh coming to see if there's more work or let me see what what work is available ah you are the adventuring team that has been sponsored directly by the owner and uh, guildmaster of the Core Adventurers League. Yes. Yes. What was that, Jack? Oh, man, y'all are hot shots. Let me see if there are any specialist missions that are laid out that will be of interest to you. Uh, you. The, the the bark folk sort of doesn't seem to move, but you see a root sort of like sliding down off of off of one side of them as it sort of reaches under one of the countertops and begins to like rummage through things. In the meantime, can I provide you with any food or drink? Now, what's your wine selection? Uh, do you have like a do you have like a list? Uh, yes, and another root sort of reaches up, grabs a list of wines, and presents it to you. 
Do you guys get stuff for free since you know the owner? I mean, not here. Uh, there are I, other places for sure. Do we pay do for stuff? Do we pay do for stuff, stuff for the for core free? league in the first place? I mean, you can you you your lodging is free. Like food and drink is like standard, like typical market prices generally. Okay. Do you want something for free? No stealing bees. I like free stuff. Okay. No. He's not here. This is not a good place. No. Oh, no, this is a great place. Okay. No, not to steal. Okay. There are better some, places some of, the, to some of the bees are, like, clearly heading behind the counter, and then when Mistel says no, they stop yes. and kind of sulkily come back. She just, she, like, stands on the armor, pouting, and hand hands on her hip points. Here, now, bees. What, what do you have that has the most sugar? Oh, we have a variety of sweet wines and uh, honey meads. If there's a you desire something mostly sugary, okay, you can certainly provide that. Uh, and it begins the she begins to like reach up, grab a couple of different uh, bottles, uh, one of which is marked as a honey mead, uh, and starts to looks at bees for a second. Don't forget to don't forget to sugar the rim. In this case, I know that's probably not normally what you do, but for bees, you're going to want to do that. I was I was suspecting as much, uh, and they uh, they pour uh, like they they set it into a cup. They pour like a small wide saucer of 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 honeymead, and then uh, apply like a glazing of sugar to the rim of the saucer, and just sort of set it on the shoulder of the armor. Mistel, is this okay? Do you want to swim in it? Well, no, thank you. And okay. Mistel will look at them. Do you have any, like, cakes or sweets? We may have a few baked goods. Uh, from my understanding, Vesh has been busy making things recently, so there may be some of their confections available. All of them, please. I will get you a sampler so you can decide what you like. Okay. I'll take something local. Certainly. Uh, and she sort of like turns, and for a second, you see she seems to be turned away from you. But one of the one of the roots sort of reaches up over her shoulder, and her voice comes from the flower on the end of it. Are these are these tabs being kept separately, or should I bundle them together? Bundle oh, I've them got together. it. Thank you, Very well. Wait, so they do have flowers? Some, yeah. All right. Um, okay. Some of the bees are drifting closer to the flower. The prize mm. is watching. Bees ask permission first. Can we try a pollen? Oh, go ahead. We're quite used to that. Okay. But some of them are swarmed on the bowl. Um, others come over and start just dipping into the flowers. Mm. The prize leans over to Coltar and says, does this count as public indecency? No. I don't know. This is how flowers reproduce, isn't it? Yes, but typically uh, flowers do that regardless of who's around, so 
No. Kendall's getting the equal whatever whatever the sci-fi fantasy equivalent of a mojito is. It it's basically a mojito. <laughs> okay, perfect. Hey, even better. Uh it might not it might not be named that, but it is functionally a mojito. Dope. Uh but yeah, uh the uh it's it's a mojito, but it's served in a bunch of little uh spaceship cups. It's called a moflito. Fuck there off. it is. There it is. <laughs> I got lost time to make up for. Yeah. And uh, and Jack's uh, here too, so Jasira Jasira sort of uh leans over. Typically speaking, public indecency only occurs if it's something that you normally wouldn't do with people around. One can hope. Huh? Uh, A few, a few, a few moments pass as drinks and food are handed out. the The whole thing runs uh, like a silver, just for the 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 food and drink that have been provided. Uh, Mistel is provided with a like a small plate of cupcakes the size of her. She like sits on one of them and then stuffs her face with the other ones. Uh, Shawnee, I forget. What's the, how do you, how, what's the, how, what's the, um, organization of words in Orcish? Like, how do you, uh, you words? it's, uh, the sentence structure in, in the Google Drive document. One second. You asked me these things. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm, 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 I'm creating lore for you by naming an orc drink. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just uh da da compound words. Uh verbs go before the noun, uh and adjectives go after the noun. Okay. Uh then uh Adjectives go after the noun? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I will take the... Like, knock Voldan is a fool that is cowardly, rather yeah. than Voldan knock, which would be cowardly fool. Yeah. There's nothing... You don't have a word for death yet in Orcish. Which seems I like... I mean, maybe that's because... Garm. Maybe Garm. that's because every deadly. word in Orcish means death, because orcs... Okay. Well, in that case, uh, in that case, uh, um, uh, I'll, I will order a Garmnock, which I am, which I am choosing to translate as, uh, as, uh, dead coward. Because <laughs> that seems like the name of an orcish drink. <laughs> It'd be a knock Garm at that point, yeah. Knock Garm? Okay. Yeah. Well, that dead being the adjective, we go first. No, adjective go after the noun. Oh, uh, after, right, right. So, yeah, not Verbs garm. go before. Not Garm. There it yeah. is. Yeah. And a knock arm is basically like a shot of whiskey with a vodka chaser. <laughs> I like to imagine a mojito, since it's clearly an elven drink. There is no way. Oh, absolutely. Not, it is like a paragraph worth of words. 
Oh yeah, yeah like like the, the... anything in Elven where you're where it takes you twenty minutes to say hello, how are you? The 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 the, the name of the mojito is actually a poem that describes its flavor yep. and taste. Absolutely. You're muted, Craig. I was totally gonna say it's like a full on Pablo Neruda poem. Yes. Yeah. It's like as the spring to the cherry trees, thus it like it just keeps going. Yeah, like it's 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 the the poem is a lot of elvish drinks are literally poems that describe the profile of the drink. You just there are there are colloquial like short like the first couple syllables worth because usually you're having to shout them in a loud crowded space. Yeah, I, I, like usually usually they they either pick like the first couple syllables of the poem or if it's one that starts very very standardly like a lot of them do. It's the like the most important, like the yep. most impactful part of the poem. It's like two I, syllables out of it. Yeah. I like to think that dwarven. There's elven, there's elven discourse about um, yes, uh, where two two different groups will call a uh, drink two different things because they think they interpret the poem differently. <laughs> and there's there's all kinds of debates about it. Yep. Absolutely. I like to think that dwarven drinks are similarly named, but it's uh, what they do to you rather than what they do, what their flavor profile is. <laughs> elven, elven hipsters insist on saying the whole thing every time. So, like, so like a, a dwarven drink would be called like Homewrecker, or right. another one would be another one would be passed out in the street. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wall painter, <laughs> Homewrecker, passed out in the street. Uh... The kicking the nuts, and and we're <laughs> living in the just bathroom. Straight up, funky cold Medina. <laughs> and, oh well, yes. <laughs> oh, that feels more like feels more like a hobgoblin drink. <laughs> a funky cold Medina. <laughs> uh. Or or uh, orc drinks are all uh, named after are named after. Uh, their effects on people that shouldn't be drinking them. Yep. <laughs> so, dead coward, or the cowardly death, or whatever. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so the uh, the the drinks drinks are handed out, uh, food is provided. Yeah, it's, like I said, the tab runs up to like, like a silver. It's not expensive. Yep, especially already marked off. But of course, this being this being Kendall and tipping, it's actually three silvers that are that are spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once Kendall once... may be a high, uh, Kendall may be a snotty snotty rich bitch, but she tips well, which most rich people don't, in my experience. Yes. No, they don't. Mostly because she doesn't have any concept of what things cost, but still. Like I found, if you're if you do any kind of like delivery job or anything like that that like deals with rich people occasionally, they do not tip. No, they don't. No, that would be a waste of money. How do you think they got rich? Yeah, not by tipping fucking, people. Fucking the working class over. <laughs> uh, we laugh because it's true. Oh yeah. Rise, compatriots. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, um, the, after a few minutes, uh, 
the what the root that had been going under the table pulls out uh, a data pad and hands it to her primary hand and she sort of picks it up and looks over it uh based on my understanding and my communications with uh our guildmaster there are three missions lined up for your perusal uh, should you wish to accept one of them, I suspect each of them will lead you in different directions. Uh, and your approach uh, will likely be that which most suits you. I'll reach out to take the data pad. <laughs> and she hands out the she hands the data pad to you, and it looks like yeah, there are there are three missions that have been laid out. Um, each each of which has like a a small summary uh on each of them. Um, one reads um uh expedition from Argos gone missing on a planet associated with uh void energies. Uh. Another one reads um, Gnomish Conclave on Tintaris uh, requesting uh, envoy and bodyguard for a diplomatic meeting uh, with delegation from Zaref. Uh, and a third one that reads um, uh Fleet of fleet of ghost ships drifts into Gilgamesh Station, requesting adventurers to investigate. Didn't we come from Gilgamesh Station? At one point, some of you did. Uh, uh, specifically, um, uh, you like the, you began on Nocturna. Gilgamesh yeah. Station is near Nocturna. Yeah, we went to Gilgamesh after Nocturna. Yeah, and to before Nocturna for some of us. Um. The prize is going to lean over your shoulder and point at the last one. That's the one that looks the most fun. Thank you for the input. I say as I... I, I assume these tables have, like, holographic projectors on them because that Pretty seems much. like a thing you'd have in a sci-fi setting. So I'll just download the data. I'll have Tolbar download the data and then we'll just project it onto the table so that everyone can see it and we'll peruse over it at, at their leisure and then pass what, the data back. What are the solid parts of Surprise? What are they made of? What materials? Or at least what cloth. are they... Pretty cloth? much all cloth. Okay, all right. Um, some of the bees are coming up and sort of, unless Surprise stops them, coming up and sort of settling around. Uh, the, uh, it's, it's, it's like a sort of a luminous head cloud coming out of the top, oh. or, is it, or is it swathed in cloth? It's all cloth. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, so it, it's it's like a it's like a head sock that has been had eyes and a mouth painted on it. Nope, okay, just cool. eyes, no mouth. Yeah. Eyes and like okay. a face frame, like a bracket to to frame the face. Okay, cool. Yeah. Voice just sort of comes out. Where are you from? Well, I've been lots of places. Okay, where first? I went to a spaceship first. Okay. From where? From a, a, a spaceship first. Oh, so you, you see, okay. So you were born on a spaceship? Yeah. Okay. 
What's We're inside you? What's inside Sorry. you? Yeah. You gotta take me on a date first. Okay. Oh no. You're a bunch of bugs, though. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yep. People call us bees because that's what they scream when they see us. But they used to. Sometimes that people don't scream? scream now. What? Would it be polite for me to scream? Yeah. I can scream. Okay. Please don't. Surprise just screams bees. Mm. <laughs> that takes pitch. us back. Bees! It, yeah. It's like being back home. Yeah, bees is the best. Anytime. You say the word, I'll scream. Okay. Oh, did anyone tell you about nodding? About what? Nodding. I know what nodding is. It's a signal. It's a signal in the dust nights. If you nod, it means kill kill the person that they nod at. That is oh, not true at all whatsoever. That is whatsoever. not true at all. Varush taught us. Varush isn't here anymore, but Till, then Till's in charge. And Till hasn't said not to. So, so if someone I'm nods... I'm saying not to right now, Till says. Okay. Oh. Right, what's the new signal to kill someone? We will tell you to kill them. Well, I figure a gun going off would be a good one. Generally. Really yeah, but it's effective. If we try to kill someone, then kill them. Um, also, I mean, don't we have, like, the communication things now? So they won't necessarily hear it when we say it. If you say we it quietly. We still don't have one. It's okay, so I have one. Okay. Key, and I'll Mistel, build one. Any I'll, of us can pass it along to you. I'll build okay. one into your helmet. Okay. We'd like that. Why would you want a helmet? To protect the it, face, I say, pointing at the just, diamonds. Like some the, yeah, it's so sparkly. Why would you want to hide that? Some of the some of the bees kind of droop, and there's sort of a general lower energy. They say we can't always. He said we couldn't have the flashlight on all the time, and we said no, we wanted it all the time. So they said sometimes we're gonna have to wear a helmet so people can't see it. Well, that's it's just when we need to be. That's when we need to be sneaky, okay? And also because you don't want somebody to sneak up and steal your diamonds. Oh, we kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I like bees. I told you, bees is the best. Bees didn't want to hide their light under a bushel. A minute ago, Xander was the best. The, they're the best in their own ways. Like, I mean, Bees is the sparkliest. Right. Bees is the best at being bees. Maybe I should get some diamonds. I could sparkle too. Kendall okay. knows where you can get diamonds. Ooh. Yeah, just ask. I met her diamond guy. Uh-huh. I've already forgotten what his name is, and it was only last Tony. Week. Tony, thank you. Tony Fine. That's right. So Miss Tough Guy has a diamond guy? No wonder she thinks she's tough. <laughs> Bill and I will just go over the mission options while since they yeah. have gotten themselves distracted yeah, again. Till and Colt are in a conversation about the mission choices. Also, there's I'm lots of pictures. to get anyone Kendall distracted. Said. There's lots of pictures from Kendall when they were a pupil, pupil stage here on this planet. I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a people now. They mean when you were a kid, right? 
Yeah, we don't need to see those. Those are fine. I will um, out of character. Jeremy, I loved it. Thank you. Um, Beast I mean, doesn't I'm get not, it, but Craig loves it. I'm not tough because I have a diamond guy. That's just... I have a diamond guy. My family has a diamond guy. It does explain a lot of why you think you're so tough, though. You've got to admit, it explains a lot. I'm, 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 she doesn't I'm think she's because... tough. Kendall is tough. Thank you. Well, there's being tough, and then there's telling everyone else you're tough. I didn't say we. I didn't say I was tough. Sure. I didn't. Jasira just sort of. Are you necking each other on purpose at this point? I didn't say fucking anything. You're not saying anything. That's funny. I haven't even known you for a whole afternoon yet. Am I going to have to actually stop a fight? Just <laughs> No, we we are not fighting. We're not fighting, right? Yeah, no, I just I just I just I'm making observations. Could I make sounds a, like arguing. Could I make a roll relative to the mission options that we have for which <laughs> one might <laughs> might uh put us on uh, a, a track where we could gather more information like what Till wants. Yeah, that's great. Can we go back to the fun? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean roll me investigation. Advantage with because I'm going over it with Till? Yeah, go ahead. He's helping you. I have a plus nine, so naturally I rolled a six, which gives us a fifteen. Um, based on the information that you sort of gathered here, um, of the three, the uh, no surprise, the diplomatic mission sounds like it's going to be largely political. Um, the so, so uh, no on that one. The we have bees with us. The the, the mission. The mission to rescue the uh, the like scientific expedition from Argos um, is that's the Boyd one, right? Yeah, it's intri- it's intriguing, but the, while it is dealing with extraplanar content, it's dealing with Ganunga Gap, not with not with Sarheim. Yeah, um, which I mean, theoretically, that might be relevant though, because the essence of Ganunga Gap and the Void energies are dangerous to every extraplanar being, including right. demons right. of Sarheim. Um. Uh, if anything might relate directly to Zarheim, it might be that fleet of ghost ships. But you don't. There's not enough information on those ghost ships to say what made them or why they're ghost ships or even how they got to Gilgamesh Station. That's sort of why they need adventurers to investigate. Is it like ghost ships, like ethereal ghost ships, or is no, it like just ships empty that are empty. ships, like ships that, that have no crew on them? Right. Gotcha. Like, like ships, ships just drifted into port. Uh, what's the pay scale on the three? Um, pay is largely negotiable, but they're all working in uh, mid-level contract, which is baseline pay for adventurers running this kind of running this kind of job. Is around uh, at at least a uh, a a six thousand uh, gold payout minimum with additions based on what the guild decides to negotiate based on right, the details right, right. of the contract. We get to keep what we find on the ships? I don't see why not. 
Is that included in the in the job listing? Uh, yeah, scavenging scavenging rights for the adventurers are included, uh, barring anything important that the that Gilgamesh station needs as part of the investigation. But general scavenging rights are included there. We think Gideon would probably like that one, so we vote that one. Uh, I'm inclined to think that the 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 ghost ships are worth invest are very interesting to investigate, uh, and the scavenge uh, at the very least the scavenging might come up with some more materials for upgrades on the ship and weaponry. Yeah. Part of part of part of the benefits of working with the Core Adventures League is that they'd get they they help negotiate prices and and rights for the adventurers that are part They're a of union. Yep. They're an adventurers union. Um pretty much. Though the though uh researchers into the into Gununga Gap might prove interesting. Yeah, um, that sounds lame. The relative the relative like locations of all these are any of these on the way to the others or are they all in different directions no they're all in different directions like yeah. from fallen thornwood you'd be going galactically north towards argos for one direction uh galactic east towards tintaris for another or southwest <laughs> towards gilgamesh for the third they're all in literally different directions yeah gotcha coltarn yes please which one's closest to the brightest star That depends on what your categorization categorization of the brightest star is. The bright, the light, the one with the most light. Do I you happen you to know? Smart. That's what bright means. Do I happen to know the relative uh, size of celestial bodies in the areas around those three? I mean, Tintaris is around a white dwarf. Uh, Argos has a red giant as its as its as its solar system star. Gilgamesh Station has an artificial star that orbits it. Uh, Gilgamesh so... Station would technically be the one closest to the brightest star. Okay. He says without right. any further explanation. Alright. Then we want to do that one. Which That's is the, the exact same one they wanted to do previously. Good to know. Yeah. Um... Uh, if there's a break in the conversation amongst the others, I will, uh... See if I can get their thoughts on the on the options. I don't know. Is I don't know. I mean, feel like for the sake of storyline advancement, there should be a break. I just don't know how I can. Ju- no, I'm kidding. I'm not really, but I am. Um, <laughs> fantastic. So, what are the missions again? Yeah. <laughs> So there Coltarn is, is like, oh my Jeremy God. has been working, so what yeah, are no, the no, missions no, Sorry, sorry, again? sorry. I wasn't sure if that was a Kindle thing or a Jeremy thing. Yeah, no, um, I was going to say, that, that was same both. character, though. That so was absolutely There's a both. research expedition on all ghosts that was investigating, the, that was investigating uh, Gununga Gap that has gone missing. They were uh, from Argos. They were on a planet nearby. Sorry, from yeah. Argos, on a planet nearby, investigating, if, uh, investigating energies from the Gununga Gap. They are missing. Uh, hiring adventurers to find them. There's a political envoy that's requesting bodyguarding and a further assistance on Tintaris. I feel like that is probably the least uh, acquitted for our particular set of skills. Uh, and then there is, was a fleet of ghost ships that arrived on Gilgamesh Station. As in empty vessels with no crew, not ethereal vessels made up of ghosts. I mean, that would be cool, too. 
I mean, they all have potential. Like, we no, could absolutely do bodyguarding. That sounds lame. Bodyguarding, Why yes. Why would you want to do that? Uh, I feel like us, our group in particular, ignoring surprise, I feel like our group in particular is not well equipped for entering into sensitive political situations. I say, gesturing towards bees who moments ago was uh, considered any nod to be permission to kill. (laughs) I mean, I think that some of us are very well suited to that and other people less so. Jasira sort a valid of point. Jasira sort of leans in. I will note that making political connections will probably help us down the line. Like having having true. friends based on the based on this thing, having friends both in the Republic of Kingdoms and the Coalition of Tribes, if this whole meeting goes well, would probably help us down the line with anything important that we need to get done. Jasira has a point, and not just her sword. Um. Mister, yeah. which ones do you like? I like the ghost ship one, but like I'm okay with whatever. Bodyguarding could be fine. I think it'd be boring for you though, bees. We're good at bodyguarding. Ghost ship would be really cool. I'm not gonna lie. The ghost like... ship, the ghost ships include salvaging rights to anything we find, which I was thinking would give us. Something of uh, additional monetary incentive as far as upgrading the ship and various other aspects of our kit. And the first one is like a... Missing researchers, which yeah, honestly I'm also interested in primarily because researching into Ganunga Gap is relevant to our mission, statedly, because everything Ganunga paddles Gap. through Ganunga Gap. Remind me what that is is i remember just remind me the void he says as he holds up his right as he holds up the battle fist uh and all the fingers turn purpley black and translucent right the thing that facilitates interstellar faster than light travel and also serves as a dimension of absolute emptiness that eats most things that go into it and also seems to have affected me at some point when i was younger I mean, they're all pluses and minuses. I'm kind of with Mistel in that I'm leaning towards Ghost Ship because that sounds really fucking cool. But the only the only caveat I would say with the Ghost Ships is just that it is sort of going backwards. We did come from Gilgamesh Station previously, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Wait, Gilgamesh Station was where? Uh, we Gilgamesh Station is the closest uh, void sh- uh, void gate stop to Nocturna. And we were there before, previously when? Before before I say this in character, isn't that where Kendall did hold person on bees and then fear? Uh, I think that was void gate form build. Okay, never mind. Uh... Is this where we all met? Nocturne is where we all met, yes. Gilgamesh Station is nearby to Nocturna. And it's where you went after you left Nocturna. Right. It's where we met Jasira. It's where we... No, you met Jasira on Formbyo. Oh, it was on Filmbyo? Yeah, no, that I remember. That was the same place where 
bad things happened. We will just put it that way without assigning fault to anyone. Um, well, with a, without assigning fault to anyone. Anyways. Is that totally my fault? Um, but yes. I mean, have you have you never gone back to a place that you've been before, Coltarn? Oh, I have asked several times, but if we're looking for information and resources for dealing with a galactically a, a galactic wide threat, going to new places is more likely to find us new resources, whereas going to older places is going to find us resources that we've already gone over. You're not wrong. Although the good counter Counter-argument. Ghost. Shit. Yes, I understand thoroughly your point. So it's a different job. We could find different information there. True, again. That's my 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 caveat. There was a minor one at best. I'm be honest. I, I'm 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 between ghost ship and I realize this won't be everybody's bag, but I feel like the 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 the, the negotiation bodyguard that whole thing could have a lot of benefit, and I could help in that. I know how to talk to these people. You've had a lot of bodyguards, right, Kendall? I am, no, honestly, I've only had the one. <laughs> Just till like raises a glass, drinks it. <laughs> because before that, I was like going to high school and going to college and shit like that. And okay, I had bodyguards, but they were like out of eyesight constantly, like. Daddy thought I didn't know about them, but I did because I'm not an idiot. But but that doesn't count. That wasn't the same thing. Okay. So it seems most of us seem to be leading towards the ghost ships. I mean, I'm open to other people, to, to, to convincing people, but that, that's definitely where I'm leaning. Mistel, anything else to add? No, I'm okay with ghost ships. I'm okay with negotiating, body guarding, what, whatever that other one was, too. Uh, seems like most of us are fairly in favor of the ghost ships, so I feel like that should be the one we take. I mean... Plus, if the other one's available when we're done with this one, then we can do that one afterwards. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we haven't gotten strong votes from a couple of people. I just want to make sure. I want to be good and make yes. sure that everybody's hearing their thing. I don't want to override or over talk people because that's not the appropriate way to behave. And she keeps doing this for about two minutes. Hang on, let me ping Jack real quick just to see if he has a preference. Well, while we ping Jack, I'll also check with Jasira, Xander, and uh, Strigo. Strigo. Yeah. Um, Jasira, um, I mean, <laughs> I'm partial towards investigating missing scientists who have been investigating Ganungagat because 
Honestly, the energies of the Void are one of the few things... One of the things that my father regularly spoke of as a threat. And knowing more about it would likely be helpful in having to deal with him. I mean, it would also be helpful in determining exactly what this is. He says, gesturing with his right, with his, with his, with his hand. I mean, that too. Ah, uh, the, the always fun problem of the DM has too many NPCs in the party and they can technically outvote the entire PC group. Um, uh, Strita. There's enough of us that they can't outvote us. Uh, no, Strita, but we split our vote so they can be the deciding factor. Uh, fun fact, they won't be. Uh, Strita, um, sort of, I mean, to to my to my experience, I've uh, I have little experience meeting the greater cultures of the world, and so joining the bodyguards delegation would be likely ideal for gaining knowledge of the the peoples around and uh, learning more about the cultures of the galaxy, even if it is only through the vision of diplomats as they communicate with each other. Uh, and Xander I mean ghost ships are full of cool tech that I can take apart and examine well played uh, so r- right now it seems like like out of character Coltarn is for either Argos the, the researchers or the ghost ships not really bodyguarding uh, bees, I think, doesn't have a preference other than no. B, no, bees is bees is two votes for for ghost ship because it's near bright star and there's salvage. Right. Uh, Mistel is either ghost ships or Tintaris. Uh, she can go either way, but she prefers ghost ships. And Kendall is either ghost ships or Tintaris as well. Lean, yeah, yep, yep, yep. So. All of us are leaning towards ghost ships. Yeah, all of us would be fine with ghost ships, at least unless Jax is something different. Um, All all of us that are in the voting process, sorry, surprise. Uh, (laughs) um, And I think even even surprise was in favor of ghost ships. Yeah, yeah. Surprise does not like the other two options. Uh, so I think we're probably going to go with the ghost ships unless Jack says something wildly different. Uh, uh, with that in mind, uh, you relay your selection, however it comes out with Till, uh, with with Till, with Till's input. Um, and, uh, the, the bark folk who is manning the, who is tending the bar says, Excellent. I will relay your decision to Karos, and we will begin to make preparations and arrange for your contact with your uh, mission uh, with your quest givers and those who will be arranging your mission parameters at your destination. In the meantime, we recommend that you take some time uh, to gather any equipment you might need on planet. Uh, and if there's any further investigation you need to do while you're here, 
Uh, it will take some time for us to make the arrangements, so feel free to explore the planet for a little while longer before we, uh, before you head off. Thank you very much for the assistance. I believe our next stop was a school of some kind. Is he looking over at Kendall? Yep. Where are we going? The, uh, the name of the college, the name of the college is the Evergreen Conservatory. Yeah, yep, definitely go in there. Why? Because uh, we're looking up stuff to do research. What? About a variety of things that we're facing. Okay. We'll look over. Give... Okay. Is it a secret license? or something? I can walk away. No, uh, no, no, no. You're totally welcome to come along. Absolutely I look, fine. I look over at Surprise. From what I gather, you're the wandering type? Yeah! Since it seems that you've ingratiated yourself with a good half of the party as best friends, it seems, as he says, straining the words best and friends. Uh, surprise you... reaches an arm around. I assume they're sitting next to Kendall and yep. then whoever else is on the other side and just says, yeah, my best friends! Oh, and there is a 100% hug returned. Would you be interested in joining the Dust Knights? Well, I don't know about all that, but I'll ride with y'all. I should be clear before Coltar, uh, to clarify something with Coltar, I am not technically a Dust Knight. I'm just traveling along with um, it's better for the group if I don't join on because I've got I've got a lot of stuff going on. But this sounds like I, politics, and politics are boring. I it's not politics as much as um. Anyways, you can come along with and not join the dust night. Yes, it's true. That sounds awesome. Just thought I'd extend the offer if it was interesting. Yep. Just does Kendall get paid when the rest of us do, even though she's nope. not in the Dust Knights? Nope. Kendall has a rich has a rich daddy, so yes. she doesn't yeah, really I, need I, it. That being said, she did spend the entirety of her gold her gold stash on getting getting uh, 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 bees diamonds. She hasn't said that yet, but Wait. she might she might end up like. Getting some more money when she goes ho uh, before we leave the planet. Yeah, we used to not have the capacity to appreciate that. Nope. But all right, then let's go do some research. Cool. Why am? Why would? <laughs> Coltarn just sort of like suddenly is struck with the realization that he's not the one that suggested doing research. And he's very confused about that. I will, you know, I will meet you guys there. I'm going to go home really quick and I will be back. Do you need anyone I, to come I, with you? Yeah. Hey, I, I feel come like, along, bestie. I feel like Till is going to go along regardless. Till's going to come with because I don't have a choice on that. Um, it'll be fine. I'm just making a quick stop. Like, I will, I will, okay. by the time you guys get there, I will be there. Is this school where you learn to drive? No, this school is where I learn to other stuff. Can we learn to drive there? 
Oh, I can teach you how to drive. Driving lessons. I know about driving. We know how to drive. Till just told us we couldn't drive until we had a piece of paper that said we could. And then Till would take the one that we made that said we could. So that sounds really lame. Can you give us a piece of paper that says we can drive? Oh, absolutely. Is there a piece of paper around? No. Surprise, you do not have the authority. Can I find a napkin somewhere? There's definitely a napkin somewhere. I am going to write on it. Bees has my fucking permission to drive. <laughs> okay, Please tell me that in that exact phrasing. And I'm 100%. gonna sign it, and then I'm just gonna tuck it into the armor, like okay. a dollar bill. No. Bees, Tillman, special people who have special authority. And not special that you're not special. special. Not special. You are special. No, you are. Photon gets up and walks so to the car. No. <laughs> You are special. Of course I'm right. special. I'm surprised getting upset. Mistle just starts crying. It's not what I meant. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, you know. Surprised has no idea what to do with that. You know, I'm, you guys, you guys can settle this. I'm gonna, and she just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Till's like, wait, Miss Fairchild, and follows after. What's the uh, sleight of hand, Bees? Bees is stuffing the paper that that surprise gave them into the into the armor. Uh, was trying to do it in a stealthy way, but I don't think in a particularly stealthy way. Overall perception with disadvantage, just because I feel like there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> you good? Okay. At least for me. At least at least from Kendall. Uh, I had already walked away and got uh, to the vehicle. <laughs> I feel like Coltarn, Coltarn fails by not giving a shit. Right. Crystal's not paying attention to it. She's crying right now. Hooray, we did it. I um, don't know what to do and just sort of wanders off to the car in silence. Oh, the chaos is a fucking fantastic. So much chaos. Mistel. Amazing. Mister, what's wrong? I made surprise bed, and I don't know how to. She's not making sense anymore. <laughs> she's just, she just met the prize. She has one of the bees, and she's like using it as a tissue. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's moist and hot. It feels like home. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody clip that out of context and share it on Twitter. Mistle, I'm like very happily. Your nose feels like a swamp. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, I'm going to GPS. I'm GPSing that college and I'm driving whether or not everyone else is in the car. <laughs> if nothing else, everything else is going on. Kendall is just glad that for once, she is not the reason Mistel is crying. <laughs> <laughs> so wasn't even mad. Surprise just likes to take things too far. Right. Uh, so as Bees tries to talk Mistel out of crying, and Jasira and Strita both just sort of look at each other with exasperation, and Xander goes. Uh, I don't think, I don't think it was actually mad. 
Xander, I, who's been rejected yet again. Xander's like, I don't, I don't think she, I don't think they were mad. I think they were just. They hate me. Loud. I think they're, I think they're just a lot. They hate me. I don't know. No this one, by, no one, ha- no one hates you. This, by the way, is the point where Kendall comes back, grabs in. Xander is like, "All right, you're coming to my place," and, yeah. and drags them off. <laughs> Bees at this point, B's main attempt to make Mistle feel better is like, Mistle, 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 you didn't make us cry. <laughs> and with that, the utter fucking is, chaos. That is where we will end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.